Uh, good morning, Joel. Good morning, Ben. How uh, it is Friday? It is the first day of February. It's February. What happened in January? February is Boy. here, folks. 2019, one month down, 11 to go. 11 to Killing go. Killing it. That's Just crazy. Rounds in a workout. Mm-hmm. We're one twelfth of the way there. Mm-hmm. Doing great, y'all. Doing great. I, s- I seen a post that made me laugh way too hard, and I had to put it on my story. It said January was a tough year, but we made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just made me laugh so hard. Mm-mm-mm. Felt so long, yet it's already gone. Like, whoa. In the blink of an eye. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I don't know. It did. It did not feel like a long month to me, but I do see that sentiment passed along on social media quite a bit. Seems like it went real quick. Yeah. Um uh, And I really hate how everyone older than me is like, "Oh, it only gets worse. It only gets worse." Stop saying that. Which one? Any adult. You're, anyone, you're any pulling on both oh things no, here because no, you like said it was a long year, and no, then you I'm said, "But no, it goes fast. really fast." Yeah, so was it a year or did it go fast? Both. Can't be both. It can It very much can be. Could not be the answer. Because it felt like forever, but now it's over. So what happened? It's like one of those dreams where you're moving slow when you're trying to run, but you can't. Right. You don't wake up and go, I was so fast. You go, wow, I was slow. Yes. But, so a, it was but a, a dream only lasts the last 10 seconds of your bedtime. So it was, okay. Anyways, that's a great start to this day. We will seek more clarity in future conversations. Um, what is clarity? So we, uh, we wrapped up the month of January. Since the last time we chatted with y'all, we had, um, I mean, a number of things. Joel was able to go see Tom Segura live downtown. Then we had Outwad on Saturday. And uh, then we finished up our bingo game this week. So quite a bit going on. And we will touch on uh, all of that uh, in the next 45 minutes to an hour. So first things first in terms of announcements this weekend. Joel's here at 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. tomorrow. And then <laughs> we are back here 10.30 a.m. on Sunday with free yoga with Shay at 11.45. Last week, we had a great turnout. I had 22 athletes at the 10.30 a.m., and then mm-hmm. I think we had 12 in yoga. So let's try to have another great showing. Uh, it's always fun to fill this building up mm-hmm. for the weekend. Um, let's see. The other announcement would be we have quite a few things in the works. We've mentioned a few of them. We're not going to go into detail here because I want to get I don't like re-mentioning what's already been mentioned. I always like to, I want to deliver a new piece of information. And so I have a few things that need to be confirmed. I should have emails today. So I think I'm going to do a mini episode uh, over the weekend with kind of a look ahead or the future of what we're going to do. Um, Okay, sorry, I thought I lost it, but no, this is great. I cannot wait to talk about these burpees thing. I cannot believe this exists <laughs> on the internet. To be fair, he is a celebrity trainer that we're we're gonna we're gonna discuss. And well, you gotta believe celebrity trainers. Celebrity trainer and uh, yuck, yucky, yuck. But um, let's talk about today. This morning was awesome. We had a great 5 a.m. as usual. 5 a.m. has been on fire for real. I mean, it's always been on fire, right? But like the last few weeks, once Christmas, New Year's wrapped up, Christmas wrapped up. I mean, we've big. had like 20 people at least once a week, and then we've had 15-plus most other days. And Even on Thursday, which is supposed to be a low day, we had 12-plus yesterday. So and new people as well. Yeah, and we keep getting uh, people popping in. So if you want to be a part of this, get in here. Uh, it is a great time with that free week to take advantage of seven consecutive days with no obligation to join. Um, and, again, we are going to continue to add value in the coming months. So it's a great time to jump in now and so i'm grateful this morning to wake up i'm always i was thinking about you know and it's very interesting to me are you look like a seal uh 
I cannot, like for the life of me right now, I cannot pull my head out of my ass on Thursday mornings. Oh. Like I can't. But Fridays, it happened Way twice. Different. Last week was more extreme. This week was not as bad. But, uh, hey, Thursday, 5 a.m., we're not, there, there's no mystery. I was grumpy, and I'm sorry. So if you're like, he thinks he's been, no, I know, I'm sorry. Uh, I was way better than last week uh, when I looked at all of y'all with disdain. But um, this week, it's just, it's Thursdays, man. Um, I don't know. Like, I, and I, it's not like when I wake up. I wake up fine. Like, I wake up like, okay, another day. But for some reason, I'm just like, y'all shouldn't be here. This should be, <laughs> we shouldn't be open. This should be a rest day. Uh, everybody go home. And it's just tough. But that's just that's just the morning thought. Like once you've done it, it's like, eh, I wasn't bad. Yeah, usually by uh by five twenty. It's like I, hangry people. I'm into it. I'm like, okay, they came to work. They're working hard, and they helped pull me out of it. Yeah. But um, and then poor six a.m. rolled in <laughs> three deep yesterday. Uh oh. Come on, six. I mean, six. Do we need to have a talk again? Like we've talked about this. Where are y'all at? Where are y'all at? And I'm all for life being busy, but all of your lives are busy at the same time. Why is anybody's life busy at 5 a.m.? You think that's true? Everybody's life's busy. 6 a.m., where are you at? You're hurting each other. You're hurting my feelings. You're hurting everybody. You're hurting yourselves. 6 a.m., let's, let's make a pact right now. We're going to double down next week, and we're going to get in here four days. We're going to yep. get in here four days no matter what. Say that right now out loud to whoever's in the car with you. Commit to it because 6 a.m. kicks ass when they show up. This is very true. When they don't show up and when it's like two of them, they don't believe in each other. They don't believe in themselves. They're not happy to be here. They're lethargic. They're not excited. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a coach, and this is something that's hard to unpack, like 5 a.m. fires on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. And what I try to express, I had a talk with 6.30 on Tuesday. 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 I think that was the cancer talk. The bike day. The yes. bike day. Yeah, that was, that was I had to talk, day. and I, I bring this up because people, and they haven't asked recently, and maybe I've gotten better at it, but I used to I used to brag on 5 a.m. a little too much. Like a little too much. Maybe a little too much. Not way too much, a little too much. And class would be like, why are you always talking about 5 and why are they your favorite? Why are they your favorite? Well, and I, I've been up front because it takes a special person to get their ass, ass out of bed in the 4 o'clock hour, mm-hmm. okay? Doesn't mean there can't be special people that wake up later. That's mm-hmm. not what that says at all. But to have that many people do that consistently is yeah. amazing. And also, the product of their effort is almost guaranteed as a result of someone being that driven. Yeah. But if you limp in here every day and you lethargically show up and then you're bitter that you, you're here, then no, your product is not guaranteed. You, don't, you might not reap the benefits of your effort because you have that negative mindset. Yep. And so 6.30, and for those that don't know, Tuesday we did those bike sprints, 10 calories, Every two minutes, basically, every class had a little bit different based on how many heats there were. But for the most part, you had like 20 to 30 seconds of work and then 90 seconds to two minutes of rest. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's a lot of rest, but that just tricked you into going harder. And I'll say this. Every class, I think, did a really good job on that bike. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, That bike is awful. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. We didn't ever have a class where we're like, oh, they're not trying. Or they know we're going to pull them off at 30 seconds, so they're just playing 30 seconds. Yeah. Every class tried. Every class was bringing noise those bikes are making noise so then the game was what is your response after before the workout (laughs) like between the bike and the workout what is your response because you're gonna feel like death yeah like 
death. And Legs there's no way around cement. it. And you can't. And it's that really uncomfortable feeling. It's like doing a fast fran, um, where you can't get away from the pain. Like you can't, you can't sit on your knees, then you lay on your back, then you sit on a box, then you lay back on your back. You can't get away. You walk around for a second, then you collapse back down. You can't get away from it. The mm. legs consistently burn. Yeah. Well. That's all I have to say. Walk around for a little bit. Yeah. Just walk around for a little bit. Yeah. Walk it off. Um, walk it off. So for the most part, what would happen is they'd get off, they'd wallow, and we said, hey, three minutes of doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Just lay there. Enjoy the lay there. Okay? Yeah. You don't have any stress. And then we were able to get them up, and then they would maybe reluctantly at first, but they would eventually go grab the barbell or whatever we were using that day. Yeah, and I forget what the work. Handstand push workout. Handstand push. Squats, handstand pushes, Russian twists. They would go grab their plate for the Russian twists and, and kind of kind of slowly, but for the most part, they would all move. Yeah. 6.30 came in. And, okay, I'll also say this. Each class had at least one person that said, wow, I'm in pain. Wow, I don't yeah. like this. Like had a negative voice. Yeah. But every class but 6.30 squashed that voice. Like, they didn't have to out loud say, shut up, but they, like, didn't give it credit. They didn't go, oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. 6.30 was just ready. <laughs> oh, your legs hurt? My legs my hurt, legs too. Hurt. Do your legs hurt? Oh, my God, girl, don't your legs hurt? Don't you feel like shit? Hey, girl, don't you think we shouldn't work? Like, dude, dude, my legs. How about your legs, dude? It dude, went my legs. dark fast, and I'm sitting there watching it, and it's kind of just this thing where energy just starts being created in the room, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Before this whirlwind, (laughs) let's have a chat. Yeah, let's talk about this. And so then I brought up, and that's where I talk about the 5M. And I said, hey, man, listen, y'all are amazing. But you're amazing because you have each other. And you're amazing because you you follow one of two rules here. Or you follow two of two rules, I should say. The first rule of Black Wolf CrossFit is you try. That's it. That's it. You don't have to be good. I don't give a shit if you're good. I don't give a shit. If you are good, if you have the skills, if you have the strength, I don't care about that. That has no bearing here. What matters is that you try. That is it, okay? And then uh, rule number two is you do not have a negative impact on anybody else in the building. Even if you're having a bad day, you keep that to yourself, yep. okay? Because we cannot negatively affect the people around us. We we make every effort. And I'm sure it's going to happen from time to time. And, geez, from my perspective, I know I can rub people wrong all the time. But we make an effort to not allow that to occur. Those are the only two rules. So then I'm in this middle of this discussion where we're not going to try on the workout. That and should be a board. We should put that on the board. Two rules. Two rules. That's it. Um, That we're not going to try on the workout and we're going to talk about how much pain we're in and how bad this sucks and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I said, let's talk about cancer. One of you says it and then the next person says it and the next person says it. What do we have? We have a cancer that's wildly growing through the class. And now everybody is negative now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said, you want to know why I love my 5 a.m.? Because they show up and no matter what, they're going to do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. This morning... And you're going to hear me brag about, I got a new thing to brag about. This morning, uh, 4.59, you know, we start our warm-ups early. I'm briefing on the warm-up. Taco loop, run every round, right? Taco loop, run every round. As soon as I go through the rest of the warm-up, I'm like, all right, guys, any questions? All right, three, two, literally, I say go and turn around, and I hear the rain come down. Oh, shit. Now, if you don't know our building, we have a 125-foot-long building. They start the middle of the building. So they had 62 feet or so to get to the door where the rain was. So they saw that it was raining. I look back to expect a lot of sass and a lot of, like, I'm not going out there, like your dog when he doesn't want to go pee, <laughs> yeah. okay? Not one person turned around. Every uh, The most ran. I saw was they put hoodies on and they ran out the door. Ran the rain. Damn it. They just did it. And as soon as they came in from the taco loop, I said, we're not running again. Thank you all so much for doing that. We're going to bear crawl instead. Yeah. And, like, but, like, 
That summer, like, I'd rather run. The, well, I'm sure. But, the, <laughs> man, you don't understand the warm and fuzzy. Well, you understand, but figurative, yeah. you don't understand the warm and fuzzies I get when people, as a group, okay, I think we had fif- 16, 15 in the 5 amp. 16 or fi- 15 or 16 people, just as a group, group think in a positive way, said, this is the task at hand. We will Let's execute this task. That was it. All right, there we go. Man. And so that was the talk at 6.30 that day. It was like, hey, support each other. Mm-hmm. If you can't pull your head out of your ass for yourself, do it for the person next to you because you mm-hmm. never know how bad they need this workout to go well. Mm-hmm. And so fun day. Fun, fun. So back to Thursdays are difficult for me. Um, <laughs> but with the arrival of Miranda next month, our load is going to get spread out. Holy. I'm very excited for And that. I actually have a, a tentative schedule I've already hashed out that I want to show you today and see if we can agree to it. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, I don't know if you remember what it's like to coach less than 15 classes without the weekends. I don't know. But I think we're going to be able to do that, which is really exciting. What and then it, of those 15, that? like, you're leading, like, seven or eight of them. So, like, because it's co-leading most of the time. So What does this mean? Like, what are, we might be – we might get back to being really good at our jobs. Holy moly. So, we might have energy – for doing no, things. No, we might get back to being better because we're already good. We're fucking killing it, man. We're already good. Not to toot our own horns, but we're already great. I'll toot our own horns, man. We made, we sold as many memberships this month as we did in October. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That wasn't the case last year. This No, last year. <laughs> <laughs> last year, let me do some math real quick. Uh. 10, 10, 60 times 10, 600, 60, 1,600. Oh, shit, 20. Uh-oh. 32. Let's keep going. They're going. 30. 30. 30. 30 33,480. Three, we, we sold 30 more memberships this January than we did last January. Jeez. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot, man. That's so much. So that's much a lot. more. That's 30 more human beings. 30 more human beings and that doesn't take it like that's and that's sloppy it's it's not great accounting so it might be more um but the point is january's supposed to be the lowest month because everybody's still traveling they're in their holiday funk Mm -hmm. it's cold and wet it's been a gross month in terms of weather and so like if there was a month to not show up to the gym this is a great month to not show up to the gym but we've been full man it's been fantastic and that is a testament how amazing they are and i think that's why all these new people are attracted it's not – I mean, yeah, great, our coaching, yay, it's a pat on the back. Every time someone joins, it's a great compliment to the coach. Yeah. But it's it is community. much more te- – it's it's more of an uh, uh, a testament to how great our athletes are in terms of, yes, great athletes, but I mean great people, great human beings. Yeah, because, like, the most – the complaint you hear most about other gyms, oh, they got a little bit of a douchey vibe, yada, 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 but we don't have that at all here. Yeah, yeah, we, we've gone through a lot of, of – of, with the drop-ins, I'm really happy with how many people dropped in other gyms. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to be clear, again, I said this already. It was not to badmouth other gyms. In fact, yeah. I told them that when they post the picture of them dropping in, they have to say something nice regardless. Yeah. I don't care if the shithole was a, a true shithole. Like, say something nice because there's something nice about everything. Mm-hmm. And then if you really loved it, then go all in on, like, five-star review mm-hmm. um, because they, this was not meant to be like, ha-ha, look, look yeah. over there. But – it's more observational, like. But check it out. It also, low key, was a reminder to the athletes of how good they have it here. It's and whether it was Mike, was Mike the one who went to Memphis? Mike, Mike. And that was a story where they didn't coach. He just walked in, and there was just athletes, and they're like, "Yeah, there's no coach." I mean, the amount of times I've heard that from athletes who just dropped in yeah. randomly, it's 
that seems to be the way. Someone else go. told me that they weren't spoken to. Man, who was that? For like the hour. Man, I forgot who that was. I forgot Taylor. Who that was. Taylor dropped it. It was Taylor. It was Taylor. Well, but that's that was a different one. Taylor's was the coach, and we know the coach, and she's great. He said the coach was amazing. She she spoke to him the whole time, yeah. but not another single athlete spoke to him. <laughs> he said, "I told us they were on the bike. They were on the bike, and he was like, oh, this bike sucks.' And basically, I, I'm I'm kind of messing up his story, but basically the whole the whole thing is the guy just goes, yeah, and that's it. That was the that was their exchange. Yeah, <laughs> just just agreed with the noise. Yeah, with the mouth sound. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, where did Zach go? Did Zach tell you where he went? Zach no. dropped in somewhere. No, no, and no. And he had a story. I need to I need to recoup all I need to get all these stories in one place. Yeah. Um Yeah. And then we had just a few were like, can't wait to get back to the gym. But my point I guess yeah, and I guess my point would be there everybody was excited to come back here. Sure, how we run things is great. Sure, sure, sure. They're excited because of y'all. They're excited because y'all are the ones in the class. They're not ex- – I mean, and may – no. I, I mean, look, I think people are, are happy. Look, we, we – and we'll talk about Outlaw in a second. A coach – the coach is not why a gym is together. Yeah. The people are. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of gyms with atrocious coaching that have substantial membership because the people love each other. Yeah. And it hurts my soul – to walk into these gyms and be like, y'all are not being led. You're not being cared for. Like, you're paying money into a, a man's pocket or a woman's pocket that just wants the money. Or, mm-hmm. like, reluct- like I, or they just don't know. They're naive or they're ignorant to what actually is required. Because maybe it isn't malicious. Maybe it is. They just don't know what, what it takes. Yeah. You know? But those people are still there. The clients are still there. And then you're talking to them like, why are you here? And they're like, well, because Susie's here. And I'm like, okay, but you and Susie could leave. Yeah, like, but Susie likes Joe, and Joe's here, and he's that, not going anywhere. And that's it, you know. Everybody, but someone knows the owner, and yeah, so and Joe's brother is the owner. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't. So it's all, it's I all pay a hundred dollars. I don't have to pay that much. Like, there's always this reason that you got stuck somewhere. Then they'll always find a reason. Absolutely, but let's say let's let's be let's let's take away any of that stuff and just go to the authenticness, authentic experience, which is. There is truth to the people you interact with matter more than the workout. They matter more than the people facilitating the workout. Mm-hmm. If you feel comfortable around the humans in the class, that will become your priority, as honestly it should, mm-hmm. because that's what matters most. If you don't feel comfortable in the class and comfortable around the people, if you're not excited to see these people, then you're not going to come. So they, yeah. there is an advantage there. It's just that these shitty gyms don't deserve to have that kind of loyalty. Yep. You know? But... um. But yeah, man. There. I want to remind everybody that the reason we we have so many people here is because of y'all. It's not because of us. It's because of y'all. Uh, people come here because y'all are so welcoming and so warm. We constantly are thanked for people being so welcoming and saying hi, even when they're not asked to. Yeah, we do the joke where if you don't say hi before the warm-up's over, you got to do burpees. Um, and it's got to be a high-five or a handshake. can't be a head nod because that's creepy. Um, we, we say that joke <laughs> not, all the time. Not but of approval. The beauty of it is y'all have already said hi most of the time. Or a lot of y'all have, I should say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it's amazing. It's so amazing. It reminds me of Gabby Reese, uh, Laird Hamilton's wife, and and, and amazing overall athlete and businesswoman. Um, she, in the Tim Ferriss interview, um, said her recommendation was go first. And, it, and she related it to like, when you're walking down the street, smile first. Say hi first. 
say thank you. Like, be the first one. Because what you'll see is even someone that looks cold and callous, they oftentimes will warm up when you say hi. Just saying hi. Then you acknowledge them. Yeah, people lo- people need to be acknowledged. Yeah, cause some people, you don't know their story, but they could feel like they've never been acknowledged. Never. They feel like they don't fit in. Yeah, I mean, They ne- could be going through some shit. They could be going through some shit for a long time, but, like, for sure, and you and I have talked about this, like, maybe that day nobody else said hi. Mm-hmm. People, it's crazy. That's crazy. Because... We're in such a social environment. Yeah. But, like, I could totally go a day without saying hi to somebody or being told hi. Yeah. I mean, think about it. On Saturday, okay, you coach Saturday. If I'm not here, all right, and I go about my business, even if I go out in public, like, say I put myself in position. If I walk around the mall, go to Target, whatever, go to the movies, who's going to say hi? Other than if I'm buying something. Yeah. You know? Who knows? Eye contact's weird. That's why we wear sunglasses. That's it. So that way they can make eye contact without you knowing it. Stare you they down. look away like, oh, don't uh, look away. Don't want to say hi. Okay. So that's the fun, deep shit. So uh, let's fun, start in uh, order. And um, we're already 23 minutes in, so not too long here. So, Joel, Friday night, you were gifted the opportunity by who? James and Karen. James and Karen. And a birthday then, gift. And then I, did, Karen, did I see that Karen's going to see James here in about a week? Uh, I believe so. I think that's true. Go, yeah. That's exciting. That's awesome for her. Awesome for him. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, James completing his training with the U.S. Army. Um, and it's it's really, really awesome what he's doing. He's but anyway, so James Karen got you a another, gift another four weeks, to go weeks. see your boy, Tom Segura. Man. So talk talk to us. Uh, what, what what was the experience like? And um, and, and what did you think? What did you think? Solo so, trip downtown. So I've never actually – like, as much as I love comedy, I've never gone to an actual comedy store. I've never been to the improv or anything like that. Uh, so this was a fun experience for me, uh, just a fun new experience. Uh, also, um, I've never taken, like, Metro Rail, like, into downtown just to, like, do it. I've always talked about doing it just to go, like, just for a photography thing. I've always wanted to just take the Metro Rail, go in there, and then walk around about my business. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but I took the Metro Rail, so I wouldn't have to drive up there. Uh, didn't plan on drinking or anything. I just wanted to rail up there. But it was so cool. Everyone in there. It was dark. Um, little, I would say it could be awkward for those that, one, Tom Segura, if you don't know, he will, he, he, he says some things. Like cringeworthy, cringeworthy stuff. He's gotten in trouble and whatnot. But, I mean, he's a comedian. That's what comedians do. People just don't like the way comedians talk or think. But, I mean, that's comedy. Uh, but it was it was interesting to like just be I was laughing the entire time like so hard that when I left I didn't remember a thing he said and I was slowly trying to recall things that were brought up and uh, through listening to his podcast him and his wife uh, his wife Christina Polinski who is also a comedian she's funny uh, um, listening to their podcast reminded me of some things because the way these comedians work they are testing things out when they're on tour like it is not the finished product it is a constant testing and testing of their material until it's finally time for their special which is where they have it like nailed down they know what they're going to say they know when to say it uh so i mean it was all new material which was awesome because he uh, recently put a uh, disgraceful i believe on netflix he has three specials on netflix in case you don't know the guy super hilarious but he has three specials on there and um i was expecting like maybe here's some things i don't know if he had any new material it was all new material and i was laughing the entire time his opener matt something with an r i forgot i found his instagram uh matt Robson, i don't know funny guy as well um i was i actually missed like a couple minutes of his, the first couple minutes of his bit 
because I was going to go to the concessions. So I was like, you know, I should get me something. Never got myself anything because concessions are moving is slower than molasses. But um, very good time. Everyone laughing their butts off. Some people wouldn't laugh because of his jokes, and I was laughing the entire time. And I was like, I wonder if these people think I'm an asshole for laughing at this. Because, again, he just – Tom Segura does not hold back, and I'm so Do glad Do you think people doesn't. went – like, I guess – this is going to be a, a, a dumb observation because obviously people do this. People probably go even if they're not all in on Tom, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, whether a friend brings them or they're, they just want an activity, like going to see a show. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you go to a concert even if you didn't know the act really, really well. So, I guess it, it's not different than that. So, I might end up in the audience and yeah. maybe not be all in on him. So, then he does yeah. say something. I'm like, wasn't prepared for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I was also trying to observe, like, who was there right like who goes to what is the demographic yeah then? i mean it was it looked like uh young adults young okay. adults uh some middle-aged um some uh what's after mid? what do you call it uh, after middle age geriatrics no no not geriatrics <laughs> there's 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 some I, has it does it go from there to geriatrics no 40s and 50s what is that what do we call 40s I and 50s 40s and 50s was middle i thought that was the middle age oh i guess you're right so we are we considering 30 young 30s yeah 30 would be adult and then young adult would be like low twenties. I think middle 20s. age is like thirty five to forty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then forty five to sixty is is something we're missing. And then six and nobody should be called geriatric anymore. Yeah, we no. should we should throw that term out. Um, we're gonna have a geriatric class. Hey, yeah, I mean that's no, that. no, that's not because that means you can't even sit down without pain. <laughs> so what happens to my mother who can drop into a snatch? Yeah. Um, who knows? So I I don't know. Golden years, still like doing it, so crushing it. Maybe we shouldn't have labels. Maybe we shouldn't. Hey, Joel, stop labeling stuff. Yeah, Everybody's age is unique to them. Yeah. How do they, what do they, what do I identify as? Uh, who knows? Uh, whatever you want. I'm 32, but I'm pretty sure I'm 26, so it's fine. <laughs> Don't make fun of that guy. Uh, you see, you, that's where you're referencing that. It's re- partially what I'm referencing, but I actually, I think, I think that he isn't, I think, because he wanted to change his Tinder profile. What was it? Uh, yeah, he wanted to, it was his Tinder profile. He wanted he was, to be legal so that he wasn't lying on his Tinder profile or some, something. No, he was an older man. Right, like it's like sixty. He wanted to say he was forty, pretty much, yeah, something like that. And but he sued the government (laughs) to not to allow him to, so that he could change on his Tinder profile, yeah, or dating profile. I think that's the story. Yeah, Um, something along those lines. So that part's a joke to me because here's the deal, man. Like you're still sixty, no matter what, and 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 we can get as as deep into, but like I just and. Again, it's, very very quickly. It's a hard thing to I'm a with. I'm a young thirty white male. Okay, like I'm not obese. There's really nothing. You don't look at me and have anything to discriminate against me for, unless you're going the opposite way with like a oh, white guy, which yeah. totally most of the time is deserved. Um, we're douchebags. I mean, I'm a douchebag. That's fine. Uh, admittedly so. Um, I want to say you're a douchebag. That's fine. You're very nice. So I am the. Nice sometimes. I don't have anything to be screaming, so it's easy for me to observe this. But, like, hey, man, what if I told you that what the government thinks doesn't matter? So, like, and, like, but this isn't fair because it does matter. So, like, gay marriage, when the government wouldn't allow it to happen, it's easy for someone to be like, hey, man, fuck the government. They don't need to have, they don't need to give you approval anyways. You can be married and love each other no matter what. But it does mean something Mm -hmm. when you get the same access that everyone else does. Exactly. And so I get that part. And now with like gender identity and all this stuff where it's like, well, look, scientifically you're a male or you're female. Okay. Mm-hmm. But 
do I think that there can be something where you're born as the the wrong like biological gender? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's I don't understand why that even seems crazy. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen we've seen everything yeah. under the sun happen. So for someone to be born uh, and identified as female out of the womb, and then a couple years in, they begin identifying as male. That that is the least shocking thing. Well, not Just, least, but like it's really not that shocking. Like, yeah. I still don't understand how we're having trouble now. Maybe twenty years ago, how we trouble because we we also didn't think like a black person could marry a white person. We were <laughs> like, sin is going to fall from the heavens if that happens. So yeah. like, we're not the brightest. Okay, no, um, definitely not. We've only been doing it for, for a few hundred years. Yeah, we don't process things well. But like, so, but my point in saying this is, okay, you're 60 and you, you identify as 40. More power to you. You do you, okay? Yeah. I'm saying the, uh, I have a real thing about me saying I'm 26. I, uh, I started drinking when I was 18. Yeah. I drank really heavily for six or seven years. Pretty standard. So I drank 18 to 25 and I got sober when I was 25. So for those six or seven years, I, I and I'm I go in on I'm an alcoholic, um, and I went to A and got sober, and I've been grateful for for being sober as long as I have now. I don't think I matured. I think emotionally I stayed 18 for that time. Oh, okay. So I got to 25 and I sobered up, and I think I had the maturity of an 18 year old. I think my intelligence still grew because I was still studying, still reading, and still learning. Mm-hmm. But I think emotionally, you didn't develop. I was stunted, and so that's why I had a lot of struggles at 25 that made me feel like I was in high school. But was that because of alcohol? I I don't think it was. I think it was because alcohol. Like I think we grow emotionally mm-hmm. when we have to confront the shit that mm-hmm. alcohol and drugs and porn and any other vice pulls us away from. Yeah. Whenever you go, I need to take the edge off. That's a growth opportunity, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and that doesn't mean that every time, like, you're wrong for taking the edge off occasionally. Mm-hmm. But if every time life gets tough, you go drink wine yeah. or you get hammered or... You're, you're definitely hindering your development. You, you, you need those tough times to figure out, like, how to, like, get out of a situation. The greatest you? argument I've heard for kids, the negative impact of cell phones on kids is, like, they're going to grow up never being bored. And then when they're bored, like I'm not even sure you ever know, knew what boredom was because cell phones always existed. I was, I didn't get a cell phone until middle school. I was always outside playing. Okay, so like, back in my day, I remember in high school, maybe not last two years, so freshman years, and so I remember sitting on the curb in the neighborhood, like literally asking my best friend, "What on earth are we supposed to do today?" I met the way I met my best friend James was in the park. Yeah. Me and my buddy Nick went to the park riding bikes, and we found James. And I don't even know how we became friends. We just started, we just started playing with each other. Like, oh, you live here? Oh, I live right down the street. Let's always do this. Yeah, we always did it. And uh, I didn't get a cell phone until middle school, but I didn't get social media to the end of high school. Yeah, like in middle school, I had a few MySpaces that I had friends make because they wanted me to have one so they could add me. Yeah, but I would never get on it. Yeah, I didn't care for it. And in high school, again, no social media till. The end of high school. No, so like kids never... kids don't even know little things like your mom running into a friend at the grocery store and having to stand there while they talk for an hour yeah. and stand there. Not look at your phone, not play <laughs> Fortnite. You had to stand there and read the cereal boxes. Yeah. Like, And if you wandered off, your mom yelled at you. Me, like, <laughs> me and my sister, would always, me and Jessica, my sister, the middle middle one, she's 24 now. 
Uh, she just turned 24 yesterday. I'm, I'm sorry, Sunday, Monday, Monday, the 28th of January. We would always be, we, we were always together. Like, so we would wander off to the toys. Mom, we're going to toys. She's like, okay. Yeah. Back in the day when parents would let you do that. Right. Because, you know, it was different times. Um, yeah, we would <laughs> you get, get snatched up now. Yeah, nowadays, I mean, you, you would have gotten snatched up back then. I don't think that's changed. You're, people are just more aware yeah. of that shit. So now it's like. Or maybe that oh. means it doesn't happen that often. That too. That too. We're just aware of the cases where it does. Yes. It's yes. like everything else. Like, we're just aware of when it happens. So now we're like, it happens all the time. You're like, no, it doesn't. I mean. I was thinking about that. Like, okay, how many times have you been pulled over? Less than 10 times. Right. Okay. That's a lot, by the way. But I'm actually about the same. Less than 10. In high More school, five. <laughs> when I went to boarding school, I would drive. I was my, my club soccer team in Houston didn't let me go. They didn't let me transfer. And so I had to drive back every weekend to play. And I got so many tickets on 71. <laughs> I think I got three or four tickets. So I got pulled over a bunch. But, like, I bring that up because most people have not been pulled over that many times, right? So yeah. most people have not interacted with law enforcement that much, I right? Mean, with Uber and Lyft exploding, the future is not going to really know what that's like. Right, absolutely. But my point is, but people will say things like, cops are always rude. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I know. And you're what, like, hey, you're man, here. you don't interact with cops that much. How yeah. do you know they're always rude? Yeah. And it's because videos. Mm -hmm. But, and don't get me wrong here, the oversight on their part needs to happen more. But, but, there is a lot too. The blue line movement has, has credibility in that. We see one video, and then we go, yeah, do you, don't you see what happens when you get pulled over? They're so disrespectful. It's like, you don't know the circumstances. Yeah. You also don't know, that, maybe that guy sucks. It's okay yeah. for one guy to suck. Yeah doesn't mean that the next guy sucks yeah and being pulled over is already contentious situation it's, nobody's happy nobody rolls the window down and goes hey man how are you although yeah. one time i did and i got a warning so there we go yeah. it actually might be positive to be like hello officer i'm really sorry yeah um, did you smell my donuts Just but like in. everybody we see a video and let's take it away from that because that can be weird i don't care uh the prevalence of kids cheating on something i don't know um, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to use a subject cause then people can be like, Oh no, statistics say that happens a lot more. I just think that now that there's video and now there's social media where, and also you don't have to have evidence. That's, that's, that's a problem. say something right now to me and I can tweet. Joel is a dick. This is what he said to me. And there's no evidence. You actually said that. True. Yes. But now everybody is going to say, everyone's going to think that I'm a dick. Hey Joel, you're a dick. Yeah. And then a week later, they can't oh, believe you said that. In a week or two, then it'll come out like Ben fabricated the whole thing. Yeah. But nobody cares now. They yeah. still think you're a dick. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't know how we got here. Um, uh, we were talking about child safety. Yeah, but oh, well, we, we were at the Tom Segura we before place. that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So I was talking about Tom Segura. We were talking about the demographic there. Who knows? Who knows how kids we got never here. getting bored. Kids never getting bored. Oh, my emotional growth. Yes, there you go. Um. Yeah. Oh, the gender identity, identifying as younger. Yes. Yeah, man. I think I think I'm emotionally I'm 26. I think that I'm growing, and maybe it'll, maybe maybe now that the alcohol's out, I'll have an easier opportunity to grow faster mm -hmm. because I don't have that standing in my way. But there's other vices that I've picked up, and there's other ways, and 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 it can be anything. And so, um, I mean, an, an age. The guy's right in that. You being 60 and him being 60 is not the same 60. Yeah. So you're not the same age. Yeah. Your tissue's different. Your blood's different. You, your activity level's different. Your capability's different. But I'm going to label you as being the same. So he might be right. He might function like a 40-year-old. He might. You know? 
Um, but to get you might not. But to get pissy, like we need some sort of. Well, hold on. Hold on. Where, where are we going? Do we need labels? Who knows? Does it matter if he's sixty? Do we need to be able to categorize him? Uh, I think that's the problem is that no one knows. And like, because the first thing I go to is like gender and bathrooms. Mm. But here's the deal. I've seen restaurants solve this. You've seen the restaurants. Did you ever go to the BRC Big Red Cock? Yeah, we went to brunch there one time. I think Adriana was here. It was on, uh, it had the big rooster out front. Um, it's called what? BRC. Stands for? Big Red Cock. Okay. There's a rooster out There's a rooster. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, it's a brunch place on... Is this place new? Shepherd and Dermot. It's out of business now. Oh, okay. Um, it was why. right by the soccer place. I think no, people was, were offended by the name. What, but it was very good. We went there... Did you go brunch when Jim Logan... I've, I've never been Short guy with the, br- the beard. Did you go with Adrian and Avery and I? Mm-mm. I feel like you've been there at least once. Anyways, they have a it's restroom. BRC? Yeah. Never been there. They have a restroom where one door, you walk in, right side is the sinks... Like a big counter of sinks, like I, I don't remember four to eight, maybe there's thirty, I don't know, but there's a bunch of sinks and on then the there's right. There's a bunch of stalls, mirrors, rooms. Are they? Is it a clear window? Not clear. Opaque. Like uh, Dober, Dober, have you heard of Dobermans? They're same. That's it. That's it. Okay. Same location. That's okay. Well, it was okay. BRC before Dobermans. Okay. Well, yeah, I've been to Dobermans. That's the place. Yeah, they have that seen bathroom. That. Yeah, I've seen. Fuck it. your gender. Just go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you are. Yeah. Go to the bathroom. I don't care if you identify as this or that or don't identify. I have a toilet for you to go to the bathroom in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and I, I guess it would cost more because now instead of just putting a stall, you're building a room. Yeah. But I don't think it would cost that much more. It's not a big deal. It's a floor-to-ceiling door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's a Bucky's bathroom. If Bucky's removed the urinals and added more stalls or, the ur- or those, because they have floor-to-ceiling. Yeah. You can't see it there. Mm-hmm. They're all basically closets with toilets in it. Mm-hmm. Bucky's could be a gender neutral restroom. Good. And then we stop having this stupid ass discussion and we mm-hmm. let everybody just do their thing. Because if you get offended by a woman washing her hands next to you, piss off. Like that, be done. That's never the argument. It's women being afraid of men in the women's. Fine. Restroom. If you get offended that a man's washing his hands next to you, like, but make that's sure you a put scary your, situation, though. It's not. Washing your hands. No, it's well, not. Well, for women, I mean, there are some cases where they've been, you know, either sexually assaulted, so they have that fear forever. That's not a fear that goes away. That's absolutely fine, but, like, that can happen anywhere. It, exactly. It could happen anywhere. So, like, a bathroom sink is no different than well, it's the not, back it's, of the store. It's being alone. It's that being closed off from the public eye. Like, I think... We're probably going to have restrooms where you can see everyone's freaking head, and the restroom's not even closed off anymore. As long mm. as you don't see the privates, you're good because it's, it's everyone's worried for their safety. Everyone's worried for their safety. Um, that or they're just assholes, and they don't like people who identify differently, yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't know. That's that's just the – that's why we're here because no one knows what's, what's, what to do, and it's it's happening so fast. It's, everything's coming out so fast yep. that we don't know how to – We've we're, we're so used to living life one certain way. That we, this is just, and it's always been there, but now that we're more aware, we're trying to figure out how to make it more of a, a normal thing, a quote unquote normal thing, uh, quote fingers, yeah. normal. We're trying to bring normalcy to it. That's like, I don't know if that's how you pronounce the word, normalcy? No, normalcy? that is, absolutely. Normalcy? I agree. Um, okay, so Tom Segura was fun, right? Too fun. Okay, Too awesome, fun. awesome, awesome. All new material. 
I'm so glad I got to see it. And I'm not worried that I forgot. <laughs> this is an awesome segue. I'm not worried that I forgot about everything because it's all going to be in his next special. Absolutely. So Absolutely. It was, it was all funny. He it was, Everything was great. And then we his, woke up Saturday, and we had Outlawed at CrossFit Revoke. Yes. Um, we uh, – no, uh, we talked about last week. We'll talk about again. Back to Joel's photography. Your photography is so good. They're using your photos now. Oh, are they? They they shared one where it was all of our athletes. Oh, nice. It was none of their. I think they've shared two. I think they shared the group photo, mm-hmm. and I think they shared one of the plank photos. Oh, okay, probably. Maybe it's a sit up photo. I don't know. Yeah. But um, what a disaster. Uh, poor, poor. I mean, I don't know. Do you feel bad for Outlaw? Do you feel bad for Revoke? Like, no, I think they're bad? both at fault. I think we feel bad for the people that I, paid. For I feel bad for the people that paid. There's a lot to feel bad for here. I feel bad for the people that paid. I feel bad for the people that paid to be a part of a fun event. Um, it, it wasn't, wasn't fun. fun. And we made the best of it. We had a great time. I and mean, we all had our shirts on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a great time because we had a great time. And we tried to pull people along with us. And I think they had an okay time. I think this is an example of people don't know better. They think this mediocrity bullshit. I like those socks. Um, Shout out Javier. Pick these, Rick socks. I have, this, I have Javier socks on too. <laughs> My, and they're Rick and Morty. Um, this episode brought to you by Socks from Javier. But we walked in first of all, so I wa- I was able to walk over from the gym from Black Wolf to Revoke with about I think fifteen athletes. So we're like an army in rainbow shirts. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's an army of rainbow shirts. If I didn't know what was going on, an army of rainbow I'm driving shirts. Driving yeah. by, I'm like, oh my god, what yeah. is what is about? And then we had like we had like probably like eight or nine people already there. So we walk <laughs> in, and now we're twenty five deep. Okay, mm. I think there was maybe ten other participants. Like, was that about right? Like, maybe 10 other people? I don't know. There's a kid from... It wasn't a bunch. East End, and there's a kid, and then there was Pi. Pi. There was a, a couple, and then there was, I think, like two other people. It's so, like, there was not that many people there. You basically ran a second class at Revoke. I mean, that's what we did. We ran a class here at 8, and then we ran a class here at 9.30. The workout was awful. And in terms of, like, pro, it didn't make sense. It wasn't prepared. No, like they were preparing this. it as we're there. Yeah. And then they didn't compensate for the number of people. They didn't care that we had an eight. Or I think one group had a two-pound medicine ball. <laughs> I had a four. Changed the workout. Yeah. yeah. You know, they ran out of bars. They ran out of plates. They didn't change anything. And then outlawed, there was nothing gay about the event. Yeah. There was nothing, anything outlawed related other than a kid who looks like just a local athlete Yeah. said, I'm the ambassador. Thanks for coming. Bye. And then he did the workout, I guess. Was that him? Was he, was he the ambassador? He was the ambassador. Oh. That was the only outlawed element involved in the great hour-long experience we had. Yeah. So then he throws it back to them, and they just shit the bed. Oh, man. There was no enthusiasm. None. They didn't have demo set up. They no, didn't clean their floors. Like, what do we do? What, what world do we live in? And then one of the athletes was like, Said that one of the coaches, like, uh, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, and then that's my like, favorite. Hold up, like, what? So, here's a rule with my coaches, and really, it's not my coaches. Here's a rule with CrossFit coaches because the L1 says it, L2 says it. If you deliver a cue and it doesn't land, whose fault is that? It's your coach. fault. That's the coach's it's fault. It's the coach's fault. Mm-hmm. So, if you explain a workout and we all turn our heads sideways like a dog, whose fault is that? That will be the coach's fault. They talked ex- about it for to f- an extent because sometimes we. Well, I mean, let's be sometimes. Well, I would say it's always our fault because yes. we're in control and we should know our audience. And sure. so, even if they should be able to digest what we say, we should have known it needed to be presented differently. 
Um, yes, they could help us out sometimes, but I still think we're responsible. Yeah, I pulled this chart up for you. So this they talked for 10 minutes with mediocre demos, and none of us got it. Did they demo? Yeah, that's what I, I mean, I think Steven was, like, hitting it on the nail with all of his questions. He's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. So how does this work again? They I, had, I honestly thought he was messing with them, but he was, like, confused. He was legitimately confused about their workout. Well, I mean, I'll tell you this. I'll admit it. I got 10 minutes into the workout before I realized what they wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. Before I realized they just wanted you to finish the wall balls. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so it's Karen. Yeah. We're just doing Karen. Mm-hmm. Say that. Hey, what was the score? There was no score. Oh, okay. Because they didn't have a way to score it. First rule of CrossFit, man will die for a point. <laughs> so have a score. Yeah. So not a great event, but then we went to town in City Brewing. That was great. Still, I, I, think. I, I think it makes sense why nobody goes there. Uh-oh. I, I love the patio, I didn't, but I didn't buy anything. Yeah. Javier bought me a coffee. Thank you, Javier. Socks and a coffee, man. Javier, come hang out with us. Yeah. Um, come join us for an interview, Javier. And then Nicole Put you on spot. brought me a water. So I, I bought a coffee. I mean, someone bought a coffee on my behalf and, and brought a water. That was the two ob- things I consumed on property. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole's $12 cider. <laughs> it wasn't my $12 cider, but it bothered me. Yeah. Like, I, how is your business set up that way? Anyways, um, the barbecue they had was ex- good but expensive. Like, nothing made sense there either. Yeah. So, But we had a great time. We filled up that patio. We stayed there for a while. Mm-hmm. I know you had to get away to do the fittest experience, but you were able to spend some time there too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great weekend. Um, I'm kind of going fast because, one, I don't want to just sit here and bash the event or the gym that hosted yeah. it. It was unacceptable, and I wish that the standard in this, in this industry would say it out loud and say this is not the level of professionalism um that is allowed it should be higher um but at the same time hey man you know money goes to a good cause um it's just it seemed really half-assed it seemed really half-assed it seemed half-assed and that hurts the next outlawed event i was gonna say the ceo emailed me after and he asked for a shirt because our shirts were awesome nice and then he said, when are we going to host one of Black Wolf? And I haven't responded yet because my first response was not going to be nice. Mm. Because it was going to be like, after seeing that, I never want to be involved again. I want to build my own inclusivity outwad mm. and like do our own thing. Because we could partner with um, shelters here and programs here in Houston mm-hmm. that, that um, cater towards inclusivity among Houstonians. And I know we could raise more money and put on a, a, a bigger event, especially yeah. with partnerships around the city. And so For sure. it just was, it was mailed in, man. It was, it reminded me of another event we hosted where it was just like, Hey, I want you, I want to run this event at your place, but you're going to do all the work. Well, we said it when we did it in October. What if we weren't up to the standard? Mm-hmm. Then it would have been a disaster. So yep. Outwad needs to take responsibility for if you're going to post this nationally, then there has to be some way for you to guarantee the experience. Yeah. Because there was nothing outlawed about it there wasn't even a banner in the building yeah i mean so i mean so i can't we can't put all the blame on revoke because i I feel like because one like how does how did that happen like did outlawed have no no accountability no responsibilities whatsoever with this it seemed like it was like hey you're hosting an outlawed event that's all we need to know it seemed like hey you know how you normally run a 9 a.m class yeah call it outlawed yeah that's it that's it. We're going to charge 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. So basically, we paid $30 for a drop-in. 
And I don't know. I don't remember seeing Outwad pushing the event. Like it's they had a poster they would share on social. Like they shared it. They they do their events like the week before the event, so they'll be like Outwad Houston this weekend. Yeah. Pretty much the only thing I saw. We, there was a few emails, but obviously it was because nobody signed up. It's a very small event. Mm-hmm. Again, we brought twenty five, and that was two thirds of the attendees. Or three fours. Okay, so Four my fifths. favorite thing. Goodness. The thing that grinds my gears the most this week. It's your favorite? I've, I'm, it irritated the shit out of me. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's talk about it. All right. Why I Don't Like Burpees by Ben Bruno. Now, for those that don't know, Ben Bruno training on Instagram. It is worth a follow because he does work with high-level athletes, and there is no doubt that he knows what he's doing. Like, he's an expert. Absolutely. But as with many experts, and I remember this with uh, Summers with Gymnastics Bodies and, and, and other specialists in the past – they can get on their high horse really easily and be like, um, we don't do that, okay? <laughs> and so uh, this was passed around, and it, it caught me off guard, not because he said it. He can say whatever he wants. He's a, he's a guy that's on barbell shrugged a lot, so that kind of tells me all I need to know. And, um, but some of my XPT friends were sharing it, and that bothered me a lot because XPT to me is too affluent already. It's too you got to be rich and white to be a part of it. And it's expensive. It's, it's very expensive. And all it is is breathing and sitting in a sauna, sitting in ice. None of that's expensive. But it's an, so they're catering to an affluent type. And affluent people love shit like, hey, burpees are too dangerous. Don't do them. And mm-hmm. so um, anything's dangerous. Like I can see someone turning their nose up to burpees now being like, I don't do that. I'm oh, I've always hated burpees. So now there's a now there's science behind how bad burpees are for you. So we got nine, eight more minutes. Let me let me get through this. Why I'm I don't like burpees. burpees by Ben Bruno. One high impact exercise that puts undue stress on the wrist, shoulder, knees, and lower back. You can achieve a similar training effect in safer ways, so the risk isn't worth the reward. Would you? I mean, I get the high impact. One of my eyes is lazy now. What about? And you're one that injured yourself doing burpees. Yes, this is true. So you, you, if anybody thinks they're dangerous. I don't think they're dangerous. I think anything's dangerous if you don't take the proper precautions That's to, it. to get ready for anything. Right? Yeah. If I come in cold, I'm not going to do 100 air squats as fast as I can. Right. I'm probably going to I'm gonna strain something. So here's my favorite one. It's an advanced exercise masquerading as a beginner exercise. Did you know getting up off the floor is an advanced exercise? No, I didn't. So when our athletes are laying down, we just should say, "Up, oh, you're fucked." Yeah. Sorry. You're you're about you can't do this high level shit. You're not allowed to get up. Stay down there. You're not ready. I'll roll you to your car. You're not experienced enough to. I guess get he up. wants them to do a Turkish get up because that's not advanced. No, he probably likes. Yeah. That so better. how do I get off the ground, Ben Bruno? High reps plus poor form. Okay, hold on. I skipped something. Most people lack the requisite strength and mobility to do them properly. It's a push up. And a squat. Kind of. You push up, you stand up, you lay down. You step forward, stand up, give a little hop. Okay. Have we ever had an athlete fail a burpee? I've never seen. Literally never had an athlete fail a burpee. That's The, the worst burpee I've seen is people not standing up all the way. Sure. That's no, about that it. doesn't mean they don't meet standards. Yeah. Now we're talking about. But he says they can't do them. Lacks the strength. Okay. Now he does say to do them correctly. Let's be, let's give credit where credit's due. Um, properly, okay, to, to do them properly at all. That's a weird sentence. Let alone for high reps, which is how they program since the goal is metabolic conditioning. Fatigue exacerbates form faults. God, that's news. High reps plus poor form equals recipe for injury. That's anything. No shit. 
That is any. That is anything and hey, everything. Hey, Ben Bruno, if I go for a run, the farther I run, the more likely I turn my ankle or pull a hamstring. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. They're often used in group settings and boot camps, but most people suck at them, making it a bad choice. What does that have to do with group settings? Show me a video of a group of general population clients doing burpees well. I'll wait. Hoity I feel like we can do that right now. Yeah, I feel like we'll we'll have our 8.30 with my mother in it do burpees. Strong athletes and advanced trainees with good mobility can properly probably get away with doing them. Get away with doing them. What is that? Who knows? But have you ever seen a pro strength coach prescribe burpees? They're not professionals, Ben Bruno. You, okay. Who? Me neither. Success leaves clues. Okay. Break the movement down into this is this is where break the movement down in constituent parts. So do push ups and squats separately in a circuit or even squat jumps, but limit the reps of jumps to fewer than ten. So if I limit the reps on everything, how do I get a workout? I want you to do air squats, but you can't do more than ten. Okay. Okay, well we know we need to do about three hundred air squats to get enough volume. All right. So thirty sets 30 of ten, sets. but make sure you rest enough. Okay. So that's two minute rest, safe rest. Wanna mm-hmm. be safe. All right. So 60 minutes of rest. Jesus. So I'll see you in an hour and a half. Let me get these 300 squats done. Doesn't take that long, folks. Pretty much any cardio machine, the bike, skier, elliptical, verse, climber, rower, sled, stairmaster, et cetera, also sprints. Literally anything else besides burpees. What? This. I don't understand, Ben. I don't understand. I think he could probably be attacking the burpee because it's such a, I want to say controversial, but it's one of the most spoken about movements. And for someone to go, hey, these really aren't good for you, he's going to get a lot of buzz off of that. He's going to get a lot of buzz. And he's I a, tr- he's a what, trend this, chaser, that's, what he, that's fine. That's what he wants. I think this guy wants and I, more, all More the power buzz. to him, man. I, I, I need to quit worrying about people that are going for headlines. That's fine. But like, like this guy, if I click on his profile, and he is a celebrity trainer, so there you go. And with that, anyone who reads this is like, well, he's a celebrity trainer. Well, Jillian Anderson is a celebrity trainer, and she came out and said that there's no – credibility to the keto diet so that explains everything side note if you don't understand what i'm saying there's a lot of credibility to the keto diet it might not be for everyone but there is a lot of good that it can accomplish for certain people if you do it right exactly so like which a lot of people do not do celebrity right. trainers just bump their gums let's see if he so he has yeah he's got 130,000 followers and the reason that this is bad folks is that Again, normal people are going to read this. They're like, oh, celebrity trainer says burpees aren't good. So then whenever people say, hey, you got to do burpees, like, wait, but burpees aren't good for you. Why he, am I doing this movement if it's not good for me? His Instagram has people doing glute ham bridges or hip thrusts with the bar. That's not advanced. Pretty standard. Pretty standard and then LA fitness move. Cossack squats with a bar. That's not advanced. Like that. That's by the way. That's sarcasm. Those that, those are advanced movements. Yeah, that, that I would talking about. like. You're gonna have to be with me for like three or four months before we we that start talking about stuff that stuff. I do for my warm up. Um, I don't know, man. I think you nailed it. I think he's looking for clicks, and I think he's getting them, which is fine. You're allowed to look for clicks. Like he's he's getting clicks. I think that's what it is, because that's what anyone does. That that is what everyone is doing. Any any anything anything media related, everyone is saying something so that way they're being talked about. But just so we're clear, as we say in class, why do you we want do? you want to explode? Let's talk shit about every gym in Houston. Why do we do? And well, we will. Everyone will hear about it. Why do we do burpees? Because um, we talk about air squats. The reason we squat it for no other reason is because as soon as you can't stand up from the toilet, your kid's putting you in a home. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Burbies is the same thing. As soon as you can't get up off the floor, all right, your kid's putting you in a home, and that's safety. The first one's because they don't want to wipe your ass, okay? Mm-hmm. They, your, pro- your kid probably should wipe your ass. Well, I'm putting my mom in a home, and I already told her that. So that's why she's in CrossFit. Um, but the, the other one's real, and I, I give this story every time. My dad's mom, my uncle, thank God, went over to her house, and she had been on the floor what they thought was like 17 hours. Shit. And she had fallen. She couldn't get up. Like, and that's as you get older. And then guess what? Like, from the moment she fell, she ended up getting a living nurse for like two weeks and then went to hospice and then passed away. It was so fast. Living independently to gone in a mat. I think it was a month, maybe a month and a half. And so, um, and this isn't, I'm not so cosmetic if she had done burpees, but yeah, no kidding, man. If she had practiced getting up off the floor, who knows? Mm-hmm. Your body, the central nervous system remembers repeating the pattern. Okay. Even if, like, say you programmed 10 minute MRAP burpees they're all step up step back step up burpees so there's no there's no uh no uh injury should not happen because you're gonna place your hands down you're gonna step back you're gonna lay on the floor you're gonna push up you're gonna step up you stand up if i did that for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. my heart rate's gonna get jacked Mm -hmm. if i do it fast my heart's gonna get jacked it's not and it's it's the same thing Lay down, stand up. What is Lay so, down, stand up. So a proper burpee. What is a proper burpee? A proper burpee. By definition, would, from this guy. Did he, did he even say what he, it is? He didn't say what a proper burpee was. So he never established what a proper he burpee was. He didn't establish was. it, which is like the first rule of... of Making an argument. Yeah, like, like, if you want to make an argument, you have to... I like, would have to imagine he would consider any section rounding your back wrong. Or he's probably thinking that people are jumping up to lay on the floor <laughs> to make it a dangerous movement. Like, it's not a dangerous movement. Body slam. You put your hands down. You brace for impact. That's the impact part. That's it's not impact high part. impact because I'm not throwing my wrists on the ground. Maybe you're My s- hands are in contact with the floor before I put my body weight on them. So, therefore, mm-hmm. it's the top of a push-up. Yeah. I'm collapsing to the floor, okay, mm-hmm. but I'm breaking my fall because it goes quads, hips, belly, chest. Yeah. And then and I'm on doing, the way up, it could be the reverse. And then I'm throwing the opposite in. I'm throwing my hips into the ground, mm-hmm. snapping my feet to my hands, and standing mm-hmm. tall. That would be the second part of impact. So, my thought is that where I think it's wrong, or what you might consider wrong, is the people that have to get up with a wide stance. Yeah. And then the people, like, I think technically you should leave your hips lower so your chest can be up before you go to the hop. Yeah. Instead of where you kind of come up like this, mm-hmm. and then you clap, and you kind of go straight down. So I yeah. get, if we want to argue technique, and you want to argue. I mean, you could, yes, you can do them wrong. For instance, the standard burpee. I see an issue when people, when they go into the, the down, when they're going down, their hips are leading the way. That could put pressure on their on their lumbar spine because their hips are down here, but their shoulders are up here and their feet are above their hips. So I could see where that becomes dangerous. But other than that, that's it. But shouldn't the human body be, be flexible and able to do that? To do that? And yes. shouldn't you not being able to do that be an indicator that you have stuff to work on? Yes. And shouldn't we yes. not avoid testing the resilience of our body? Mm-hmm. Because that's how you know what you need and to do. And isn't this on. why Greg Glassman has a program that's far more popular than Ben Bruno? Yes. Right? Correct. Okay. Just checking. All right. Seven minutes of burpee. CrossFit open. Let's see it. All right. Um, That wraps up today's episode of CNT, I guess. Do you have anything else? No. No. I do not. Um, I didn't know. We have to review bingo cards. Black. See who black. Oh, is. yeah. Uh, bingo this cards. This is February. January's over, folks. January is over. That means bingo is over. That means bring your cards in. Let us know which got so we can tally up the winners. Give you your $10 off or invite you to the podcast or get you out of workout, whatever. If you blacked out, there's all these different prizes. So uh, let us know how you did. 
And, um, I mean, that's it for me. So we're going to wrap this up. It is an hour in, which is fantastic time for us. Yes. Joel's going to be running the 830. we got cleans today. A lot of PRs yes. already on the board. More PRs to come. More PRs to come. And, uh, again, class 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. tomorrow, 1030 a.m. on Sunday. And mm. then fit, or, uh, I'm sorry, free yoga at 1145. With Shay. With Shay. All right. So we are out. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all next week. See you all next week, folks. Bye-bye.